The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week nine of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California and joined once again tonight by Rebound. Rebound, what's going on? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. The Packers just whooped the 49ers, but really not a win. 49ers are banged up. A couple players on COVID, a couple players out for the season, so not too happy. It was expected. Yeah, I mean, uh, any win is a good win for the Packers, but for the Niners, just uh, unbelievable. The injuries uh, continue to pile up. The COVID uh, only making matters worse. And I think uh, from what I read, $96 million of their entire salary cap is on injured reserve at the current moment. So definitely not a good situation for them, uh, reigning NFC champions. And it's it's going to be tough sledding. Their, their schedule only gets tougher the next couple of weeks. I think they play... Uh, New Orleans, Buffalo, uh, and some some of those other good teams as well. So it's looking like to to be a lost season now for the 49ers. And it's it's very, very frustrating, but we'll see what happens. Uh, let's get into the Week 9 slate. Game number one, we got Seattle on the road in Buffalo and laying three points. What do you think on this one? Yeah, we got Seattle coming off a big win versus the 49ers, 10-point win. Uh, that was a good win. Russell Wilson cooked it up. And then we got the Bills coming off an unimpressive win. Uh, the win's a win. And, uh, you know, that, that's what happens. The, the Patriots' defense was banged up. And they were missing Stephon Gilmore. Uh, their offense was banged up, too. Cam Newton played like shit. Julian Edelman was out. And I wasn't too impressed with... Uh, the Bills. Cam Newton hasn't thrown a touchdown since September or something, right? How do you feel about that? It's That's just, pretty crazy. Should they bench him at this point? Uh, I don't know. I think they should, and it's just time to move on. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think both sides knew that it was just going to be a one-year thing. And then Bill Belichick, uh, he can play Cam, and then if he doesn't do well, they get a good draft pick, I guess, worst case, but... Yeah, I mean, enough with, I guess, the Pats. What's your pick for this game? I think the Bills cover this and win outright because the Seahawks' defense is really bad. Okay, speaking about quarterbacks, Josh Allen has been very shaky the last three games, three, four games. I think he he hasn't thrown a touchdown the last two games as well, so... So you expect a lot better from him this yeah, weekend? Yeah, he's going to light it up. The Seahawks have one of the worst defenses in the league. Okay, I mean, how, how does their defense uh, kind of uh, look now with the Carlos Dunlap in the picture? What do you think? Uh, it's not too much better. Okay, so you, you got Bills outright uh, as yeah. a home dog, plus three. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. We're going to disagree off the bat here, rebound. Uh, 
Seahawks six and one rolling, best record of the NFC, and I think they keep rolling along, even though they are traveling uh, very far from Seattle to Buffalo in, in this one, but and kind of an early start for them as well. So, but regardless, I think their their receivers and Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf for one of the better duos in the league, and then Russell Wilson playing uh, hands down uh, MVP st st type football so far in the first seven games, and I think he continues that. And they do just enough defensively, but I like kind of a shootout game here, so I like to see Seattle in this one, 35-31, and I'm gonna swallow the three points with them. Game number two, we got the five and two Tennessee Titans taking on and hosting five and three Chicago and laying six and a half at home. What do you think, Rebound? Uh, he's another, another easy one. I like the Titans there. They cover pretty comfortably and easily. I'm not, I haven't been impressed with Chicago at all. Uh, not too impressed. Titans bounce back and win. Yeah, I mean, Titans been a little shaky as well lately. I mean... What was that? What the hell was that last week against Cincinnati on the know. road? I mean, I they, they just got know. absolutely destroyed in that one. Uh, just give the benefit of the doubt. Was that a result of the wind? Or, I mean, there's heavy winds in, in Cincinnati there at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Six and a half is a lot to swallow with the Titans right now. But on the other hand, uh, my buddy Big Dick Nick and that, that Chicago offense, they haven't really shown much promise to showing you anything to get excited about. So uh, I'm going to have to agree with you, Rebound, on this one in game number two. Uh, I'm going to swallow the six and a half for the second game. Swallow the six and a half with Titans and agree with you, Rebound. I, I like them winning here 28-20 in this one and moving to six and two on the season. Game number three, we got five and two Baltimore coming off of a tough loss at home versus Pittsburgh, traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts and laying two points on the road. Rebound, what do you think? This is a really tough one. I don't know what to think of this game. I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson, but the Ravens have one of the top defenses and so do the Colts, so I, I don't know which way this is going to go. Uh, it's a coin flip, but I'm going to go with the home team, and I'm going to take the Colts plus two. Okay. Yeah, here with, uh, you got, like you said, defensive style, hard-nosed type matchup with John Harbaugh versus Frank Reich, and then Ravens-Colts, two of the better defenses in the league, uh, better front fours in the league. Uh, but I, I like the Ravens here as a, home, as a road favorite, excuse me, so I'm going to disagree with your rebound. And I'm going to swallow the points again for the third straight game. I think Lamar Jackson bounces back, uh, has a, a bigger impact, uh, gets more of his receivers involved, and kind of uh, picks apart, uh, I guess, Indianapolis more from the pocket in this game as compared to outside the pocket with his legs and such. So I think he's going to have a good game in the pocket, a uh, good game uh, through the air with his arm. And... Uh, I'm going to swallow the two points with the Ravens, and I like them winning 21-17 in this one and moving to 6-2 and two on the season. Next game, we move into the late afternoon slate. Got a AFC West divisional battle in this one rebound. The LA Chargers at home at 2-5, hosting 
the four and three Las Vegas Raiders. We got a PK line here. What do you think? Easy one, Chargers. They're coming off a terrible loss, and uh, they blew a lead. Uh, shit happens. That that's just them. They're known for that, and that that's the way they are. But they'll bounce back. The the Raiders are coming off a win. Nothing impressive at all. They beat the Browns, which I'm not impressed. And it was all pretty much all field goals for them the whole way against the Browns, so I'm not impressed. Chargers bounce back. They win this one by a touchdown. Yeah, this one here, I mean, Chargers, I mean, if you look at some of their games, they could easily be 5-2. and two. But that's just kind of how they've been, the Chargers. I mean, they, they blow a lot of leads. I mean, they've blown three 17-point leads this season. Uh, that's just catastrophic uh, for your playoff hopes when you do when you play like that, blow leads. And the Raiders, on the other hand, I mean, you got to give them a credit for last week's win. I mean, I know you're not a big fan of Baker Mayfield, but I think Cleveland overall is a good team. I think they're going to be a playoff team, Cleveland, the way they're playing right now. And to go in there and to hold uh, Cleveland to six points, to win that game 16-6, to six, it just shows you kind of that that Raiders defense has a little bit of promise and uh, I think s some good signs for the future for them. So uh, I'm going to disagree with you again, Rebound, uh, on this one. Uh, I like the Raiders in this one with the PK line and I have them winning 27-24 in this one and moving to 5-3 and three on the season. Game number five, we got Arizona at home, 5-2. and two. Hosting Miami, coming off an impressive win at home versus the Los Angeles Rams. And this one rebound, we got Arizona as a four and a half point favorite. What do you think? That wasn't an impressive win. The Dolphins got two two touchdowns from one from special teams, one from defense. Yeah, I mean their defense was it was impressive. So and they beat the Rams, who aren't that good. And Tua didn't do much, and it's gonna be his first road game. Another easy one here, the lock of the week, boys. Take the Cardinals minus three and a half. Kyler Murray is going to run all over them. Even if Kenyon Drake doesn't get play, which he most likely not, Chase Edmonds is a good villain. They have one, a top five wide receiver on their team, DeAndre Hopkins, and their defense is solid too. This is an easy one. They went by a touchdown comfortably. Yeah, here, uh, I mean, you have last week with uh, Tua Tungavailoa looked very sluggish in his first start. Got a lot of help, like you said, rebound from the special teams and the defense. I don't think uh, that help comes again this week. And those kind of breaks show up. And he looked very kind of like tentative, kind of in the pocket in his first uh, first game against the Rams. And he, he's, he got saved kind of by the coaching, the defense. And Brian Flores really helped him out kind of with the simplistic game plan. Uh, not really making him use his second or third reads, kind of uh, short throws, quick throws, quick slants, stuff like that. So I think that'll be kind of more the game plan again this week with, with Tunga Vailoa in uh, Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium. But the Cardinals uh, look to be an impressive team, uh, cha challenging Seattle for the NFC West probably uh, down the stretch in the season as the – uh, the last couple weeks come, come into form. And they've looked really impressive. Obviously, they're coming off their bye week after that impressive win at home versus 
Seattle, they, so they should be well-rested, and their offense should be humming for sure against a pretty good Dolphins defense, but Dolphins traveling on the road here, long kind of a flight, four-hour flight, or I think something like that. And it's going to be a tough day for Tungo Vailoa in this one. I, I think he has to have a better game for them to win, and I, I don't see him really going over 200 yards. So I think Cardinals in this one. So I'll agree with you on this one, Rebound. And I'll swallow the four-and-a-half points with the Cardinals at home. And I have them winning 31-20 to 20 in this one and moving to 6-2 and two, six and two on the season. All right, last game of uh, the Week 9 slate. It's the Sunday night game in primetime from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Bay, Tampa Florida. Got the 6-2 and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the New Orleans Saints at 5-3 and three in the NFC South, the divisional battle, a rematch of a Week 1 of this season. Tampa Bay laying 4.5 rebound. What do you think? Yeah, another easy one. Tampa Bay wins this one by a touchdown. Saints just have been completely awful. Who knows if Michael Thomas is going to play or not. They always say he's questionable. Emmanuel Sanders is still on the COVID-19 list. Not much talent on the defense. So, And Tom Brady has been playing lights out. Saints just traded for Quan Alexander. How do you think he'll do there? I don't know. Okay, so you, you like the, the Bucks in a route? Yeah, and um, my nigga Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, how, how's he going to do with Brady? Brady seems to really like him. Yeah, they're good friends. So, so how, how, what's, what's going to be, what, just hypothetical scenario for you, what's going to kind of be the, the locker room vibe, the chemistry? I mean, if Brown comes in there and kind of uh, gets into kind of like a little fit and stuff with Mike Evans, Godwin stuff, how are they going to kind of handle all those kind of egos? And he stuff? knows not to. He, he's, not, he's, he's got a, Brady's going to tell him. Okay, yeah, I mean, it, I'll be, it'll be really interesting to see how Antonio Brown fares. Uh, but, I mean, Godwin and Evans are still for sure the, the, the big targets for Brady in this one. And then, like I said, when, when we picked this game for game one, I liked the Saints at that time. I thought they were kind of more cohesive, more continuity, and they would win that one. They did. They covered that one. That's the only game they've covered against the spread all season. And they've kind of been winning all their other games really closely so and they've been favored big in all the other ones as well obviously not favored in this one because they're they're going up against a better team and they're on the road as well so this one yeah i like ronald jones to have a big game brady and the the receivers to have a big game and i think this is kind of the game where the saints get a little exposed and get kind of blown out in a route so i'm gonna agree with you rebound and i'm gonna swallow the four and a half with tampa at home and I have them winning in this one 34-20 and moving to 7-2 on the season and 4-0 and at home. So we'll agree on, the, on that one. I think we agreed on half uh, of the games this week, Rebound. So that'll wrap it up for week nine of the Scorching Six. And thank you so much for coming on, Rebound. Always Thanks a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zivo. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the week nine games. And we'll be back next week for week 10, Scorching Six.